So here's a thought. Powerlessness is not meant to disempower. Although you may be powerless in the fact that you struggle with addiction and have no control over it, you are not powerless over the actions you take because of that knowledge. By accepting the things you cannot change and understanding that it's possible to change the things that are within your control, you open yourself up to options that can help you heal. The views expressed on the following broadcasts do not necessarily reflect those of KHLT, Take 12 Radio, or our affiliates. The opinions on this show should not be considered as medical, psychological, or professional advice and are those of the host, co-host, and guest. Take 12 Radio and KHLT Recovery Broadcasting are not affiliated with any particular 12-step fellowship. That's right. Welcome aboard, my friends. You've tuned in to the world's original recovery talk and positive music radio program. The Take 12 Recovery Radio Show. Anthony is here. Denver is here. And you are here as well. The topic this week, addiction is about powerlessness. Recovery is about power. Just don't drink. Well, welcome everyone to the Tank 12 Recovery Radio Show. I'm your host, the Monty Man. Known by some as Monty Meyer. That's right. I used my last name. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Somebody call the tradition police right now. Well, because we're not affiliated with any particular 12-step program, I can do what I want. Amen. There you go. I like that. <laughs> I am uh, I I am a little bit of a giddy mood today. D- d- lucky you. Yeah, lucky me, right? It's so cool. It is. Um, okay, yeah. So uh, recovery is about power. I am so tired of this powerless, powerless, powerless garbage uh, that that goes on. But I have to. I have to calm down. I have to calm down and not be so judgmental and not be so opinionated. Because I don't want to offend anybody. So to prepare me not to offend anybody, I I really need to listen to this. I really Start do. right there! Because it's time for the Monty yes. Man's Weekly Wine. That's right. Where he whippers and whines and complains about things he has no power over. <laughs> it's all right. You're safe now. Yesterday was Mother's Day. 
Yeah. Yes. The day the the day of the mom, where where we uh, in, in many many arenas, not all, but in many, we celebrated our mothers. But hold the phone, hold the phone. We can no longer call them mothers. We can't call them mom. We have to call them birthing people. Wait a minute. That is the politically correct I'm not doing term. That. I'm not doing that. Right? <laughs> By these knucklehead politicians who I don't know I don't know what rock they came out from under, but all in the name of fairness and racial equality, right? They're no longer mom or mother. They're birthing people. Wait a second. Racial equality. Yeah, evidently. Everything's about race now. Everything. Everything. Wow. If you use a pencil instead of a pen, you're a racist. I heard that one. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I, I, I'm sorry. And oh I'm my not, goodness. Look, and I'm not picking on the left or the right. Everybody's lost their mind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's are, crazy time. Are you serious? Birthing people? This isn't your mother. This is your birthing person. Say hi to your birthing person. My mother would have slapped my face. Oh my God! <laughs> there is no, there is no reasoning behind this whatsoever. I don't care what you say. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay, I'm okay now. <laughs> what? What? Yeah, you, what I, you, I hadn't heard that. You hadn't heard that. I, no. I will never refer to my mother as my birthing person. <laughs> Happy birthing person day, day to yeah, you. That, that's, yeah. yeah. So what's dad? Happy birthing person too. Happy uh, you contributor can't say, you can't say ma- Yeah, you can't say male. Cause, uh, happy uh, contributor person? I, I happy, oh, happy sperm donor. That's that's where my mind was going, but I didn't ah. know if that was appropriate for wow. the show. I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm just, I, I just. Uh. Yeah, I hadn't heard that yet. That's, yeah, uh, disturbing. Uh, yeah, look it up. Look at it. All right. Google it. Yeah, I'll Google that. Well, yeah, yeah can, can handle. Oh yeah, what Google's doing nowadays. Uh, I just again, this isn't a left or a right thing. This isn't a liberal or conservative thing. This is just madness. This is just absolute madness. Um, what's that got to do with recovery? I don't know. It could drive you insane. It could drive you that. insane. I wonder why a man drinks. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Uh, a birthing person drinks, all right? Uh, yeah, wait a minute. A person who's been birthed. Oh, my goodness sakes. All right, let's flip the coin here. <clears throat> Okie dokie, pokey. Now it's time for a little win. Something yes. positive from the Monty Man for Woo-hoo. once. Yes. So I was in the Golden Farces uh, drive through line. Oh, excuse me, the Golden Arches. Drive-through line, <laughs> uh, uh, some, somewhere where I, I, I seldom ever um, patronize any longer. Uh, just I just don't eat processed food like I used to ever since my surgery, right? Yeah. Um, but I, I I was I was in a rush. I needed something in my bod, and so I thought, okay, I'm just gonna go. I'm gonna get a, go get a a burger or something, and choose wisely. Yeah. So so I went. And I I ordered a a quarter pounder, which really isn't a quarter not pounder. So, not so wise. Anyway, so I so I here's the win though. So I got up I got up to the drive through, and the guy tells me um, the car ahead of you paid for your meal. 
Oh, rad. And uh, and I I guess I didn't hear him because I I he had his hand closed. He was handing me the receipt, but with his a closed hand, you know, with the receipt hanging out between the fingers. And I try to give. I said, I'm trying to give you my money. And he goes, No. And I go, Yes. <laughs> he goes, No. What I'm saying is, the car ahead of you paid for your meal. I went, Oh, I didn't catch that. Really. And I thought, well, that's cool. This is the third time in a year that's happened to me. Yeah. And do you think for one minute I even thought about paying for the guy <laughs> behind me? Nope. Nope. That happened. You were didn't rejoicing. Even cross my mind. That, that happened <laughs> to me at one of my uh, one of my coffee huts that I go to. Yeah. Uh, they, it, it was probably Dutch Bros. Uh, yeah. And. Uh, the, the kid comes bebopping up with his music in the background louder than I think it should be. And he's like, hey, so we've got, you're the sixth car that has been paid forward. Pull your forward, mic closer to you there, buddy. That has been paid forward to. Yeah. And uh, so your your drinks are covered. And I'm like, awesome. And he goes, would you like to keep the trend going? And I'm like, it depends. How much is the car behind me ordering? <laughs> and he goes, he goes uh, and it was less than mine. So I just, you know, yeah. it, I thought it was kind of cool. You know, I, I, that, I should have kept that, it going. That thought I, never even crossed my mind to be like, hey, you know what? I'm going to be a nice guy and pay for this guy's car. Right. So I, I am going to intentionally, the next time I go through a drive-thru, I'm going to do that. I am going to look let, at my rearview mirror, though, and see how many let, people are in right. <laughs> let, let me follow you. <laughs> am I, I going to be able to afford this without a second mortgage? Exactly. Right. I'll call you, Denver. You can follow me. Yeah. Uh, no, but that's a win, man. There that are still is. people out there. That's cool. You know, and, and sh- this person didn't ask me if I was a Democrat or Republican, right. if I was conservative, if I believed in God or the devil or what. It, they just paid for it, right? right. right. There was no issue there. Right. So there are still people... That will do acts, random acts of kindness. It, it, act. It's encouraging as to me. As frustrating as it gets to me out in public nowadays, yeah. there are a lot of people that are nice still. Yeah, they they really are. Even if they it's really just are. opening the door mm-hmm. or, or whatever it is, mm-hmm. you know, helping push a cart back if they can't walk well, something like that. Yeah, I see a lot of it. Yeah. So. And it's fun to watch the shock on people's faces when you hold the door open for them. Sometimes mm-hmm. they're like, "Well, thank you." Wow. Yeah. You know, I still haven't gotten what a nice young man. <laughs> I haven't heard that yet, but um, yeah, I mean, they're su- they're generally surprised because it just doesn't happen much anymore. Correct. So you've tuned in to Take Twelve Recovery Radio, the home of have to reach farther than that. There you. There he is, Cecil the Golden Gnome. Yep. You yep. know what? You know what I saw online was a dragon, ceramic dragon eating a gnome. Yeah, I need to. I need to get that. Do you? Yeah. I, I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> Got a gnome hanging out of his mouth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, listen to this, and we'll be back with the topic. Addiction is about powerlessness, but recovery is about power so don't go away we'll be back right after this hey check it out you can now access all of our shows from a variety of podcasting platforms including apple podcasts iHeartRadio, spotify google podcast stitcher youtube podomatic and player fm simply search for take 12 recovery radio 
and you'll be tuned into the best in recovery broadcast journalism. Also available at Take12Radio.com. Hey, you want to watch us live as we go back and forth and banter about controversial recovery issues, topics of experience, strength, and hope? Well, subscribe to us on our YouTube channel. That address is youtube.com forward slash Monty Meyer, M-O-N-T-Y-M-E-Y-E-R. Subscribe today and you'll check out our beautiful faces as we flap our gums and share our experience, strength, and hope on YouTube youtube.com forward slash m-o-n-t-y-m-e-y-e-r subscribe today someone's gonna have a good day today might as well be me someone's gonna shine a light today might as well be me That's Mr. Mike O'Brien, the recovery music of Mike O'Brien. Visit his website at mikeobrien.com. Yeah, so if you're watching on YouTube, this is the Monty Man mug right there with uh, our logo, the Monty Man, on one side, and Take 12 Recovery Radio on the other side. If you would like your very own Monty Man mug so you can have coffee with the Monty Man every day, anytime that you want. Uh, visit us at Take12Radio.com and scroll down to the link that says Get Our Mug. It's that easy. Um, we only have a few of these left. Uh, and we have an excellent deal for you, by the way. If you do order that mug, we have uh, the MP3 uh, CD of, it's actually a double CD, of Walking Through the 12 Steps and 12 Traditions. Uh, and we also have the uh, audio DVD, 34 one-hour workshops of Walking Through the Big Book, both with our friend Mr. Chris Schroeder. And uh, these, this is probably the most comprehensive study of the Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous and the 12 and 12 of Alcoholics Anonymous ever recorded in audio format. Uh, so you're going to get those at no additional charge. Yes, indeedy. But it's very limited. So... Uh, and only in the U.S. Sorry, you guys. Only in the U.S. Here's the good news, though, about the 12 and 12 study and the Big Book study. If you would like those for free and you'd like to download them, visit us at Take12Radio.com. Click on Recovery Workshops. You'll find them there. And you can download each one of those workshops and it won't cost you a penny. But if you want the mug, you get them, too. Good deal, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I want the mug. Do you want the mug? I do. We can give you a mug. <laughs> yeah, you got a mug, don't you? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, in fact, look at that mug right there. <laughs> yeah, look, look at this yeah. mug. Look at that mug. Look at That's that mug. awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah right on. A little chunk of 12-step. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, we hear a lot about powerlessness, and I totally understand that it's not just a concept. It is, it is absolutely true. You cannot fix what you do not acknowledge. Mm. We can agree on that, right? Correct. Don't acknowledge it. You can't correct it. 
Right. So the first thing we need to do when it comes to uh, recovery from uh, from narcotic addiction or alcohol addiction or porn addiction or overspending addiction, pick your poison. Mm-hmm. Right. If you want to recover from the malady of those things, you have to admit at at some point you need to admit your lack of control when it comes to those substances or behaviors. So you you have to come to a place where you admit you're powerless over it. Um, the the quote that I read at the beginning of the show, powerlessness is not meant to disempower. Although you may be powerless in fact that you struggle with addiction and have no control over it, you are not powerless over the actions you can take because of that knowledge. In, in other words, yeah, I mean, I, I discovered that uh, things aren't working out too well. When, when I use or drink, bad things happen. My life's falling apart, right? And th- there is something in me. I mean, the big book talks about, you know, God gave us a brain. Even though it's um, incredibly messed up, somehow we walk through the doors, right? Mm-hmm. So we're not completely powerless over everything. In fact... Uh, I take issue with the powerless over people, places, and things uh, thing because that really isn't an AA concept. Um, that is the, the, the whole thing of AA is that we're powerless over alcohol. Mm-hmm. It doesn't say we're powerless over everything, right? And certainly, um, one of the things that we have, you know, unless we've totally gone wet brain. Uh, one of the things that we still have power over is some choices to at least crawl through the door. We, we, we've done that. Uh, uh, hopefully you've done that. Mm-hmm. If you haven't, um, I urge you to do that. And uh, you can go to our recovery resource page at take12radio.com, click on recovery resources. And uh, we have vetted all those resources. And I am telling you, they're all amazing. And, you can check those out and begin your journey of recovery using maybe the little power you have left. But addiction is about powerlessness, admitting our powerlessness over it. Because if we do not admit that we're powerless, why would we seek a power, right? Mm. We wouldn't. There would be no reason to. If I'm not powerless over it, I wouldn't seek a power. So maybe I'm not an addict. Maybe I'm not an alcoholic. Maybe I'm a drug abuser or an alcohol abuser. And I can go to a few meetings, drink a bad coffee, whine about my day, and uh, do that once in a while, and I'm fine. Don't have to work any steps. Don't have to lean on a power greater than myself, and I'm good. Well, you're probably not truly addicted then. Uh, I would really question if you are the real deal. But if you're like the three of us... Left to our own devices, right? <laughs> we tend to be powerless over these things that so easily beset us. Um, but let's let's for once let's talk about power. Yeah. All right. So it's very interesting that the word powerless. You, you know how many times it appears in the Big Book, Anthony? Take a guess. Mm. Take a stab at probably, it. Probably probably about fifteen to twenty. Okay, what do you think, Denver? Oh, since we're guessing, I can give it a guess. How about 24? Okay, how about once? Really? Really. Yeah, the word powerless is mentioned only once in the big book Mm. and only seven times in the 12 and 12. Interesting, Mm. right? Even those two combined, I wasn't even close. (laughs) Yeah. Powerless. Yeah, so so now 
um, in the 12 and 12, three of those are mentions of step one. Right. They're just references to step one. So those don't really count. Uh, uh, because they're the same, they're yeah. the same reference. Yeah. They're just repeating itself. You, you see what I'm saying? Um, so yeah, one time in a big book. So I want to take a stab at how many times the word power is used in the big book. Oh, there's got to be more. Got to be. More. I would hope there's going to be more. <laughs> there has to be. Seventy-seven times in the big book. There you there go. We go. There's yeah. power. And fifty-two times in the twelve steps and twelve traditions. Nice. Now. If you're watching on YouTube, this is uh, this is my printout of all the places that it's mentioned. I got pay. I got about a quarter inch of paperwork here. Um, of of all the places, the word power is mentioned in the big book. So, um, as we're going through this show, I'll refer to a few of them. Uh, more about alcoholism, page forty-three. His defense must come from a higher power. Uh, we Agnostics, page 45. And by the way, in We Agnostics, references to God, higher power, and power, it, it's huge in We Agnostics. Um, but where and how were we to find this power? Uh, in How It Works, page 62, neither could we reduce our self-centeredness much by wishing or trying on our own power. So our power doesn't work, right? Uh, into Action, page 85, uh, much has already been said about receiving strength, inspiration, and direction from him, capital H, who has all knowledge and power. Working with others, page 92, show him from your own experience how the queer mental conditions surrounding that first drink prevents normal functioning of the will power. Um, let's, uh, let's do another one here. Uh, the 12 and 12 in step three, turning our will over to... Uh, a higher power, 12 and 12, uh, page 8, meditation and prayer, main channels to a higher power. Um, and then there's a reference in the 12 and 12, page 27. Uh, it says, you can, if you wish, make AA itself your higher power. Did, uh, you know what? There are people that would say you can't do that. But in the 12 and 12, which, by the way, is not the instruction book for working the steps, but in the 12 and 12 conference approved literature, it does say you can make AA itself your higher power. But it's meant in context of making a beginning. Mm -hmm. Right. The, the whole purpose of the 12 step process is to move on from there. Mm -hmm. Right. But it's still collectively a greater power than you are. Right. So again, it's about power. Uh, and, and here's another one Tw the 12 and 12, step three. So it is by circumstance rather than by any virtue that we have been driven to AA, have admitted defeat, uh, have acquired the rudiments of faith, and now want to make a decision to turn our will and our lives over to a higher power. All right, I'll uh, reference more of them here in, in a few minutes. So there are people. Uh, in uh, recovery fellowships today that truly believe that they can uh, recover or they can have a successful recovery journey by leaning on their own intellect. Mm -hmm. I would suggest that people that are able to do that may not truly be addicts. They may not truly be alcoholics. They may be abusers. I'm not going to make that judgment. I'm just saying may. They, they may, right? Um, but... But for us, 
how important was it that we learn how to tap into a power greater than you, Anthony? How important is that to you? Uh, it's huge for me. I, uh, I've had a relationship with, well, okay, back up. Yeah. That, that wasn't a true statement. I've had a higher power since I was a right. small boy. A relationship with him was something completely different. Mm -hmm. And through the program and some some counseling and some, some uh, Bible studies and whatnot, I've created and been able to develop a relationship with that higher power, yeah. which is Jesus Christ. And uh, yeah, um, I don't know how other people do it without without a higher power. I, see, I, you, you mentioned that some people do it without, and I, I couldn't, I, I'm not even sure I could do it using the group as my higher power because I'd be picking at the flaws. Yeah, I mean, when you, and I, I think, you know, uh, the literature talks about any place is good enough to make a beginning, right? provided it makes sense to you. Right. So it may not make sense to anybody else that the group is your higher power, um, but if it makes sense to you, it's okay to make a beginning there, mm. but it's a beginning. It's, it's okay. not the full meal deal. Right. You know, if that's the only thing we can get to to start out with then according to the literature, that's okay to start out with. But but I'm with you. I mean, so if, and my sponsor used to say this all the time, so if you're powerless and I'm powerless, zero plus zero is zero. Right. So it can't be you or a group of 25 yous <laughs> or 250 yous. I don't mean sheep. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right? Um, because we're all powerless. So mm -hmm. how can I lean on a power greater than myself when it's not you? depending on you, you know. Um, but that's not to say that we don't need each other, right? Right, right. Yeah. I, I, I have seen, uh, have seen power created. I wouldn't say, hmm, that's not the right. Anyways, I've seen other people come into the rooms without a higher power yeah. and then use the group as their higher power. And, uh, you know, whether it's group of drunks or good orderly direction, you know, God of your understanding and and then eventually develop a relationship with a higher power. So that's, you made an interesting statement though. God of your own understanding. That actually isn't in the literature. It isn't. No, it says we turn our will and our life over to the care of God as we understand him yeah. or as we understood him. So it's not, we don't create a God out of our own understanding that's that's not what we do. We turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we continue in our understanding of him, not her, not they, not it, him, capital H. Mm -hmm. And if you look at the history behind the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous, you will find that they were very specific about who that was. Right. Right. It was the God, uh, and I don't want to offend anybody, but it was for that period of time, it was the God of Judeo-Christianity. Right. That's who it was. That's who Bill was talking about. That's who Bob was talking about. That's who alcohol number three was talking about. Um, but is but regardless of what you believe, it's not that you create him out of your understanding. It's that you turn your will and life over to him as you understand him. So that's a different statement entirely. Mm -hmm. uh, but you're right. People will... Uh, if they're allowed to kind of start wherever they start, yeah, and and they're not 
nobody's cramming anything down their throat, right? Uh, then they they are given the grace to move in a fashion to where they may grow into a relationship with a power that truly is greater than themselves, mm-hmm. not the group. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Denver. What about what about you, man? You, you didn't come, did you come into this thing with a relationship with God or no? When you first showed up, <laughs> you know, there's a million things ran through my head as you guys are talking. Yeah, about how this whole journey started. Uh, no, I did not have a relationship with Christ. Uh, I knew of Christ, but I looked for higher powers, how higher powers elsewhere. And obviously that began with me thinking, all right, I got a grip on all this. When I came to the realization and the fact that I have a problem, you know, I can't stop this. So uh, I'm sure I can do it on my own. That does not work, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. So I looked for higher powers in different avenues. And uh, most of them have been spiritual, but a lot of them were on a darker level than right because you kind of dabbled right oh in some I dark I, stuff yes yeah. I did yes I did but I always knew that Christ was there and it's just not what I chose mm-hmm. to do this journey mm-hmm. and then at some point uh, I got broken enough that uh, I, I I gave I had to give it a whirl I like that and then. Uh, yeah, amazing, amazing, amazingly enough, it began to work. Right. So, I mean, this walk with Christ is a, a daily thing for me. You know, I slip up regular and get angry and everything else. But my relationship with him uh, is is much stronger than it's ever been. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, it, it's a it's a walk. It's a walk. It's a yeah. journey. It's a yeah, continuing it's a, to grow. It's continuing to understand him. Until I leave yeah. here, I will try to walk better sure. and understand. What a powerful statement. Broken enough. I just Well, it that, takes that's that. awesome. I just Yeah. That's just powerful right there. I it just, is powerful. Uh, it I'd, takes that. I had yeah. to become broken enough. Right. To, yeah. Well, that's awesome. I sure beat myself up a lot. No, no doubt about that, you know, and uh, I have continued to beat myself up off and on through this whole journey, mm-hmm. but I remember I need to come back, and I can't do it on my own, mm. so I fellowship with people, uh, I, I talk with Christ, and, you know, I just focus every day about it. Now, now to be fair, and, and, and referencing the 12 by 12, uh, again, in step 12, in the 12 by 12, page 107, it says, because not, the three of us here are born-again believers. We, we, Jesus Christ is, is in, our, in our humble opinion, the God who is God. He is the one we've turned our will and our life over to. But what about the listener right now that, that doesn't have that same uh, conviction? Um, well, in, in step 12 in the 12 and 12, 107 says, for the time being. Now, that's an important exactly. statement. We who were atheists or agnostic discovered that our own group of AA as a whole would suffice as a higher power. Keep it in context. For the time being. That means that's a temporary thing. Mm-hmm. The point of the 12-step process is to continue in growing 
towards a relationship that goes deeper than the AA group. But for the time being, that's going to suffice. There is a starting point. Yes. And wherever you come in there, that's the beginning. So... So I would encourage people, though, that say, okay, I've determined that my higher power is the group or my higher power is a rock a rock, or, or whatever, <laughs> whatever it is. Well, some people take that very seriously, and, and, and I don't want to disrespect them. No, no. But don't, don't settle. Look forward to deepening that, and, and don't just say, okay, that's what it is, and, and I'm, I'm not moving any, anywhere beyond that. Don't do that because you're going to miss out. Well, I feel like somewhere along the point, after you've picked that rock, mm-hmm. that things are going to grow in you, and you're going to realize that rock's not exactly what you're looking for. Who created the rock? Yeah, there's something bigger than the rock. Yeah, yeah. So well, that, one of the things that used to get to me, uh, and this is because of my own way of thinking is mm-hmm. when when I heard people say well the doorknob brought me into the room and so the doorknob is my higher power I and I I had heard about that before but I had never actually heard somebody say that until uh, you until know, you did until I until I did right <laughs> and uh, and then after the meeting I, I, I met with my sponsor and he goes I'm he goes I just want you to know a doorknob can also lead you to a bar ah uh, wow yeah a doorknob can also lead you to the dope man. Yeah. Good point. And I'm yeah. like, whoa. Good point. Whoa. Uh, and we agnostics, again, page 46, as soon as we admitted the possible existence of a creative intelligence, a spirit of the universe underlining the totality of things, we began to be possessed of a new sense of power and direction provided that means it's conditional, we took other simple steps. That means it's a continual process, it's growing, right? Mm -hmm. And it's not just steps of the 12. It's a continuing to walk in this relationship with the spirit of the universe. Um, to, To employers, page 138, if he has your willpower and guts, he will make the grade. Um... Again, talking about power. Now it's talking about human power there. Um, And we agnostics again, page 56. He stood in the presence of infinite power and love. Wow. Uh, 12 and 12, step two. Relieved of the alcohol obsession, their lives unaccountably transformed. They came to believe in a higher power, and most of them began to talk to God. Wow, two separate things that they get believe in a higher power, but most of them begin to talk to God as what? As as their higher power. It goes on. There's page after page after page of this. Uh and I gotta say, what what I glean from this is that recovery is about power. And we talk a lot about powerlessness, and I get the fact that we have to come to a place where we admit complete defeat. Absolutely. But let's move past that. What what are we teaching the newcomer? Are we teaching them to keep it simple? Or are we teaching them we're going to keep you sick? Mm. Right? Mm. And, and and sometimes I have to I have to wonder about that. 
You ever think about that, Anthony? Are we are we keeping them sick? I think in some circumstances, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, I yeah. If, if we focus too much on the problem, then we're not we're not we're not doing the newcomer a service at all. Right. Because you know they can do that on their own. Yeah. You know I could do it on my own before I ever stepped into a meeting. Focus on the problem. Yeah. But uh, and and I didn't when I first started coming to meetings. Um, I wasn't, I, I, my first meetings, meetings, I wasn't sober. Mm-hmm. I wasn't mm-hmm. clean. I was drunk and high and, you know, but when, when I wanted to come back is when I started hearing more of hope and the solution. Yeah. Cause there is a solution and I've heard a lot, a lot. There's a late- chapter called there's right, a solution, right? right? And, and I've heard a lot lately of this, this is a, a simple program. Mm-hmm. It's not an easy program. Right. It's simple, and and that to me lately, that's been uh, that's been something I've been like holding on to real tight late, lately. Yeah. It's simple. It's not easy because I've been like, oh, this this is getting tough. It's hard. You know, life is lifing me, and I don't like it. And I I know that I could just go do this and avoid life, but then you know, no, this is it. It's it's a simple program. It's not easy. Nobody ever promised you it would be easy. Right. And so I think that maybe that's why I've been hearing it so much in meetings mm. is because I need to. You need to keep it, keep it very simple. Yeah. Uh, so it's a simple program for complicated people, yeah. right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so please, listeners, don't misunderstand. We are not speaking for Alcoholics Anonymous or any no. other 12-step program. This is our own experiences. We're not even claiming membership in said programs. Um, here on the on this show, but we we are discussing about what the literature says. Now you don't have to agree with what the literature says, but you can't disagree that it doesn't say what it says, right? Um. So page one hundred nine in the twelve and twelve, the persistent use of meditation and prayer, persistent use. Right, we found did open the channel to that where there had been a trickle. Now there was a river which led to sure power and safe guidance from God as we were increasingly better able to understand Him. Isn't that interesting? Hmm. Um, this speaks to the spirit behind the way it was ri- originally written. This God, as I understand Him, as I continue in my understanding of Him. Right. So let me read that again. We were increasingly better able to understand him. Not she, not it, not them, him. Um, I, I just can't get over that. It's so specific, you know, but I wonder, are we reading the literature anymore? Are we going by the basic text of our fellowship like we should be? What are we teaching in the rooms of recovery, even if it's a faith-based program like Celebrate Recovery? Are we teaching in Celebrate Recovery that we can use our own intellect, and if we just study hard enough and sing enough praise songs that we'll stay clean and sober? Are we teaching that, listen, you can't fix what you don't acknowledge. You have to admit your powerlessness. But then it's all about developing a relationship with this power are we teaching that? Are we teaching in Celebrate Recovery that 
you need to just keep coming to these meetings and coming to these worship services and eating soup and bread and breaking up in the small groups, otherwise you'll relapse. We're back to meeting dependence again mm-hmm. and not God dependence. And I've seen that in faith-based programs. They mean well, but where is the dependence? Is it on a power or on what we really to left to our own devices is powerless? What about in Narcotics Anonymous? I read a lot of stuff in Narcotics Anonymous that says, you know, just for today, I, just for today, I, just for today, I, 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 I. There is, there, there, there is a suggestion within the Fellowship of Narcotics Anonymous that we lean on a power greater than ourselves. Again, greater than us. So why aren't we doing that? Mm. You know, is it because this God issue is such a touchy thing? Well, we need to get over that. Don't we? It's not a liberal, conservative, Democrat, Republican, midline. It, it, it has nothing to do with any of that stuff. It has to do with what is our true problem? Our problem is that if we're powerless, we need a power. So why aren't we focused on the power? Um, what do you think? Denver, do we need to talk about, be, be more bold in talking about this power or do we just need to tiptoe around everybody so we don't offend them i don't think we need to tiptoe around anything like that but uh you come on too strong and i do know from a past experience that it will turn people off people will shun away right correct yeah so uh, there's a way then right this is yeah this is a starting point and i really believe that at some point a person's if they admit that they have a problem and they realize that they're going to be hungry, and mm-hmm. especially if they get a little bite and that hope shows up that things can get better, right? they're going to uh, accept and start listening, which is important. Mm-hmm. You need to listen, mm-hmm. you know? And there's a lot of clutter out there. And at some point, you have to pick and choose which you're going to digest and what you're not going to. Right. But there is a starting point, and if you get too busy on somebody, uh, I know it turns them off. I was one of those people. Sure. So I got hungry. So what, what did, did, you, did you start developing an appetite towards spiritual matters and a power greater than yourself? Was it easier for you when people shared their experience, strength, and hope as their personal experience, strength, and hope and not spoke at you? Their personal really uh, is much better uh, swear for me. Yeah. When I hear stories about people and and not preaching at me about it, it's a lot easier for me to digest. So we can talk about power. Oh, yes. Right? And, and, And if we talk about it, in a a general sense and and leave it on our plate as this is my experience um well there there will always be some people that'll be offended even by that right you you can't be so guarded that you don't talk about this power at all um but keeping in mind that if if you're sharing your experience right that it's more palatable to to other people most certainly keep it to yourself yeah and just share what has happened to you because of this experience right and uh it's like a dandelion flower one of them white right you scatter the seeds 
and they'll take it home and fester with it. And at some sure. point, you know, there's a good chance that uh, it'll be received and they'll want to hear a little bit more. So I, I, I think that maybe that can shift a little bit when we move into things like big book studies or working directly with a sponsor and you're sitting down and you're, you're working one-on-one with your spiritual advisor. They have the hunger by then. Yeah. They're, Hopefully. They're, they're, yeah, they're yeah. there for uh, the next step, you know, in, right. in this walk. I don't know how many big book studies I've been to where we we would read a paragraph, then pass the book down to the next person. They'd read a paragraph and pass the book down. The next and people would comment on the paragraph on how it applied in their life as far as, you know, their their dog is getting old and getting ready to pass away or the fight with a little woman or not being able to pay their bills or had nothing to do with their personal recovery as far as the book applying it to their alcoholism Mm -hmm. or their drug addiction. That's not a big book study. That's a big book share. Mm -hmm. And that's fine, but maybe don't call it a big book study. A study is when you, you take the big book or if it's a basic text of NA study or whatever study it is, cocaine anonymous, and you study it, you take it and you research it and you, you do it in context of what you're reading, what's it really saying? Um, whether you agree with it or not, you're studying it. And I think sometimes um, we get lost uh, behind those things. Um, page 63 and how it works. I love this one. This is, there's so much, talking about power, there's so much power in this. As we felt new power flow in wow flow in 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 what us right Mm -hmm. not powerlessness power there comes that hope as we felt new power flow in as we enjoyed peace of mind as a result of what the power flowing in as we discovered we could face life successfully boy that's a switch (laughs) right why because of the power flowing in as we became conscious of his presence as a result of what? The power again. We began to lose our fear of today, tomorrow, or the hereafter. Wow. That is experiencing a state of recovered. We've recovered from the damage that was done. We've bounced back. Mm-hmm. Based on this power that has flowed in. There's nothing about powerlessness there. Um, step three in the 12 and 12 power flows just where it is needed. That, that, that whole concept of this power flowing tells me that it's working, it's moving. It's always, it's always active, you know, if we cooperate with it, um, in the 12 and 12 step six, but when I became willing to clean house and then ask a higher power, God, as I understood him, to give me release, my obsession to drink vanished. It vanished. The obsession is gone. Well, you'll never you'll never be rid of the obsession because you're powerless over alcohol. No, you're not. Not anymore. Right. It's it's gone. Um there's a lot of past tense and stuff in, in the big book, right? Uh, we were alcoholic. Boy, that could open up a can of worms, that one. Um, but that's what it says. 
You know, I, I think it's it, in context. We're talking about that 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 alcoholic thinking. The obsession has been removed. That's gone. I may still be allergic to alcohol, and I believe I am. Uh, my body physically for now, now it's simply a medical term. I'm allergic to it, but I am not powerless anymore. I have power. It's not my power because left to my own devices, I am powerless, but it's his power. It's his power. Chime in there, guys. Hmm. Lots of thoughts just running into each other right now. Um, <laughs> That's good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, there, you know what? There's... There are going to be people that really don't like this show today. Uh, you know, <laughs> you th think? there are lots of people who like me, and there are lots of people who don't like yeah, me right? just in general. So <laughs> I get that. Right? Uh, why no. do you think? Why do you think people will poo-poo this whole idea of power versus powerlessness? Uh, well, one idea is that nobody nobody wants to admit they're powerless. Thank you. Sure. No, I mean, you know, at, at anything. Uh, I know I didn't. I'll, I'll use me and I statements. I didn't want to admit I was powerless. Yeah. Because I, I knew I was powerless over a lot of stuff. But right. I thought that alcohol and drugs were the one thing that I did have power over. <laughs> Boy, was I wrong. <laughs> uh, <laughs> right. But yeah, no. So, the, but I, I like I like the idea of there's a difference between power and powerless. Yeah. Amen. You know, uh, and and my power isn't. It's not mine. It's on loan. It's, right. It's given to me freely by God. So you're not left to your own devices right. anymore. Right. Right. Therefore, you have but you it, have but access. If, but to if this I want to, if I want to be able to use that power, right, then I have to tap in and stay in conscious contact. Yes. With. Yes, my higher power. Yes, Jesus Christ, and I and that doesn't mean just like all right, uh, I'm gonna say a couple of genie prayers and then let it go. That right. means I have to pour it all out to him, everything that I can. Yeah, and then listen and and be mindful and aware of when he's trying to speak to me, not just not just like the big voice in the sky, but through other people, through. I, through folks in the meetings, yeah, yeah. Through 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 your pastor, yeah, absolutely. Through your friends, yeah. Even people that and I, you I've don't been agree kind of with. a jerk lately to to a couple of them that uh, <laughs> I think he's been trying to speak to me through, and uh, yeah. yeah, and it, it kind of bit me in the butt the other day. But you know, can he speak to you through people that don't have the same views? That, absolutely, that you have? I believe that absolutely. wholeheartedly. Yes, wholeheartedly. Uh, yeah, there are people that. Uh, that don't do what I do and do what I know I shouldn't do. And I think that's him th speaking through them. Like, do you want this? Right. Well, if you want this, keep doing this knucklehead stuff you're doing and yeah. you'll get that. If not, pull your head out, start doing what's right. I think it's, I think it's absolutely essential that we, that, th that we form a, a lifestyle to where we hang out with healthy people Yes. Right. But we but if we totally avoid and shun those who are unhealthy, how is that God with skin on? It's not. It's right. Not, no. um, and, and and when I say healthy people, it doesn't mean that they all are going to agree with us. Right. If I hang out with only the people that agree with me, I am going to miss a lot of stuff that God wants to teach me. Right. A ton. So I, I do. I do think that 
you know, uh, it is okay. It's it's okay for me to hang out with people who don't don't live like I do, don't don't have the same beliefs as me. Mm-hmm. When when I'm spiritually fit, if I'm not spiritually fit, oh well, that yeah, that's it, a whole different. Uh, that's yeah. a whole different show. But yeah, that that can be that can be dangerous, very slippery for me because if I'm not, then yeah, why not? Yeah. And yeah. So. Yeah. Well, if I'm not spiritually fit, then I'll start hanging out places that, you oh, know, even oh, the big right. book six says that if I'm spiritually fit, I can hang out there. Right. If I'm spiritually fit. Right. And what does that mean to be spiritually fit? Is that, that, does that mean to be, you know, Mr. Olympus spiritually? No, mm-hmm. but it means I'm practicing my spiritual walk on a daily basis. Right. Mm-hmm. Every single day. Which you probably won't end up in those places if you're spiritually fit. You really don't. Your desire to be there (laughs) doesn't. Yeah. Well, why can't I? You know, why can't I play pool at the bar? No. Number one is you're gonna think this is not a safe place. All right. Yeah. Now, somebody where somebody can play pool at the bar, I just prefer not to play pool at the bar. Correct. Um, not because there's triggers or anything. I just don't want to put money into that institution. Mm -hmm. I'm just. This is a personal conviction of mine. You know, I wouldn't, if it, well, it's the only pool table in town. Well, if the only pool table in town, was that a shooting gallery? Would I you, go play pool there? Probably not. You should buy one. <laughs> <laughs> but but if you can go play pool at the bar and, and you're an alcoholic and you don't drink and it doesn't affect you at all, I, I guess who am I, right? I'm probably not going to go with you. Right. It's just, just me. It, you know, I'm not going to say you're not spiritually fit, but right. uh, for my peace of mind, it. It isn't, it isn't going to happen. Uh, we Agnostics, page uh, 50. Every one of them has gained access to and believes in a power greater than himself. Uh, working with others. The main thing is that he be willing to believe in a power greater than himself and that he live by spiritual principles. So one of my favorite all-time statements in the big book of AA comes from the chapter working with others. It says, remind the prospect. That's the newcomer mm-hmm. guy who's brand new. We're not waiting for him to get his feet wet. He's brand new. Remind the prospect that his recovery does not depend upon people, i.e. the meetings, but on his relationship with God. That's right off the get go. So how does that, is that, is that feel like cramming it down their throat? Can we remind the newcomer that his recovery depends on his relationship with God, not people and do it in such a way that, uh, they can actually swallow that. What do you think, Denver? I believe, uh, that is really going to be the newcomer's decision. It, it, I, I think that it's okay to state where you're at y- mm-hmm. yourself. Mm-hmm. And if that's the way it is for you, he may not receive the word God. Right. Uh, sorry. Uh, sometimes they don't. I did not. Sure. At a certain walk in my life. So, but it's still okay to uh, be happy and proud of uh, how you got to where you're at. Yeah. You know, you're, the power that got you there. And it happens to be God. 
So I, I, I think if we approach it in the way that, that, you know, this is what the big book says, um, this is, this is our instruction manual. You may need to chew on that. You may not buy into, have a full buy-in on that, you know, right now, but just letting you know, that's what it says. Because that's based on the experience of, of people that have gone on before us. Yeah, a truth um, is a truth. You can't change yeah, that. That's what it says. It's all in the approach, right, mm-hmm. on, on how you discuss it with somebody. Uh, it, it really is. It's it's all in how you say it. It's all in your body language. Um, yeah. There's just, there's there just, has to be a, a certain amount of gentleness always with sure. somebody. Because if they're new and they're wondering about everything, they're not going to receive a hard line. I don't think. I know I didn't. You got to come in gentle with them. Yeah. And of course, uh, how it works, page 59. We came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. So we want to be sane, right? We want to be happy, joyous, and free. We want to have a life that is productive. How, how does that get restored? How does that happen? Through a power greater than ourselves. So we're back again with with talking about power. Uh, We've been talking about addiction is about powerlessness. Yes, Uh, addiction to alcohols, alcoholism uh, is about being powerless over a substance, um, our unmanageable life. Um, But recovery, is it not about power? If it's not, the big book, the basic text of N.A., uh, the material written in so much of the 12-step literature is just wrong. It shouldn't even be cracked open then, right? Because it's either a lie or it's the truth. Um, I, for one, think it's the truth. And I, I don't think recovery is about powerlessness. I just don't. And I, I think we we push this powerless thing. And so what, what we end up doing is... We end up setting the scene for all sorts of excuses. Um, you know, it, it's like, well, you know how we are. We've all heard that. We joke about that. Well, you know how we are. Who's we? Well, it's alcoholics and addicts. You know how we are. You know, we just, we're just kind of, you know, we're losers and we just kind of do those stupid things. Knock it off. No, it, that's how you are. Maybe there's work to be done. I are not like that anymore. That is not how I are, right? I got a long way to go, but I'm not the guy I used to be, and it's all due to power. It has very little to do with being powerless. Now, I, I need to make sure that that I understand that by myself, left to my own devices, I am in deep weeds. Hmm. So therefore, I can't be left to my own devices, and I can't be left to your devices, Right? I've got to be able to stay sober, live a productive life, whether I get to a meeting or not. Because sometimes the meetings aren't there. Oh, this COVID thing sure exposed that. Oh, my gosh. Look how many people, uh, and I'm not saying it's their fault. I mean, Mm -hmm. some of them are brand new. Mm -hmm. They haven't been taken. This is why it's so important for sponsors to be educated in the literature, the basic text of their program, so they can pass that on to the new guy. Because if you're not passing the, the, the basic instructions of the fellowship on, you're not passing on the fellowship. 
Right. Or you're passing on the fellowship, but you're not passing on the program. Right, right. Do you want to give the guy, the new guy, the program? Or do you want to give him bad coffee and whiny meetings? Hmm. Ooh. What do you want to give him? What did you want? Did you want access to a power to help you solve your problem? Or did you just want to be kept reminded that you're 666? I wanted freedom. Amen. Yeah? I wanted freedom. Not at first. I just wanted people to go away and leave me alone and quit quit complaining right. at me that I was I was a loser and a, a drunk and a I wanted my circumstances yeah. to change. Yeah. You mentioned but, that this show's going to upset certain people. Yeah. That's a half full, half empty glass. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean it really is. Powerless <laughs> it dilutes power. And at some point you're going to go from recognizing you are powerless mm -hmm. to that you have found some kind of power mm -hmm. that is working. Yeah. Not, not one that's going to last week and be done. As right. soon as you walk out the doors, right. you're, you're going to find a power that is going to stick with you. And then your glass begins to fill. Yeah. Yeah. So. You bet. And and by the way, let me add, you know, and people that listen to this show, including people that don't anymore because they know that we we're Christians that and this <laughs> is a Christian owned and operated uh, 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 radio uh, station. But please don't misunderstand. L listen, I get it. If 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 your power is not Jesus Christ, I, 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 I totally get it. I, we're not we're not here to make converts. Mm -hmm. That's God's job. God will work that out with you. Just yes. stay open to what he's got for you. And uh, I, I truly believe that if, if, if you stay honest, open-minded, and willing towards the, the, the whole idea, maybe it's just the idea of a power greater than yourself, that that power will reveal itself to you and you'll begin to grow in it. Um, but don't close yourself off just because you got three knuckleheads sitting here talking about jesus please don't close yourself off because uh if you depend on us well now you're not depending on a power anymore <laughs> you're depending on three knuckleheads right yeah all right any closing thoughts uh anthony uh yeah just find that power yeah you gotta you gotta want it with everything yeah know? uh there's a something that it's on my uh my gym playlist when i go to the gym and it, it i think I think it's t ferg anyways and he goes when if if you want to succeed at anything you have to want to succeed as bad as you want to breathe oh wow and and, and he talks about this guru taking a guy out to the ocean because the guru is like how do i be successful he goes meet me at the at the beach at in the morning and, uh -huh. and the, the guru holds the guy's head underwater until he almost drowns and then he pulls him up and he goes when you were underwater, what did you want to do? And he goes, I, I just wanted to breathe. And he goes, when you want to succeed as bad as you want to breathe, then, wow. you, then you'll be yeah. successful. Crazy. <laughs> then you'll be successful. And 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 I'm saying this more to myself. Yeah. If if I want to have a successful program, a successful mm -hmm. life, I have to want that connection with 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 my higher power, Christ, mm -hmm. more than I want to breathe. Good point. Yeah. That's really well good. Well spoken. Yeah. Yeah. Denver, closing thoughts. Stay hungry. Stay hungry. Stay hungry, my friends. <laughs> <laughs> uh, listen, after the closing song, uh, 
don't go away because there's a closing thought that I'd like you to listen to uh, after the song. The song uh, this week is by a group. They're actually from my hometown, Petaluma, California. Um, the group is called After the Chase. You can visit their website at afterthechase.com. This song is called A Second Chance. Come my source of 
I love that part in this song that says, it's a second chance for the third time. Boy, can I identify with that. How about you? Well, listen, that is the group After the Chase. And for more of their music, visit their website at afterthechase.com. Well, listen, we have talked a lot about power today on this show. We've talked a lot about God, the Almighty, the creator of the universe, the one that does for us that we cannot do for ourselves. Now, this brings up a lot of issues with so many folks. And I'd like to read this thought by our friends Dale and Juanita Ryan from the National Association for Christian Recovery. It really speaks to how you and I, who have a relationship with God, need to be patient with those who are struggling in that area. It reads, At some point during the recovery process, we re-examine our most fundamental beliefs. A long process of sorting, examining, and questioning takes place. And in that process, our relationship with God is challenged. It is possible that our relationship with God will deepen and strengthen in the process. But it is also possible that we will find ourselves pulling away from God. We may find ourselves angry with God or afraid of God or unable to believe in God at all. This can be a frightening experience. It can feel like the very foundations of life are being shaken. Well, in times like this, we need many things, but at the top of the list is our need for friends who will accept us even if we turn away from God. We need friends who will not minimize our struggle or discount our feelings. We need people who will not be shocked when we are full of rage at God. We need friends who are able to hear the deep pain behind our words and who know that this too is part of our healing. We need people who can see beyond the immediate pain to the healing that can come. Even when we forsake God, we need friends who understand, who are committed to us for the long haul, and who plead with God on our behalf. Wow, that's powerful. So, what I get from this is we need to not stop praying and interceding for our non-believing friends. They need a relationship with God desperately. And truth be known, deep down inside, we all are seeking that. So please, I know it can be frustrating. And, and, and when those uh, of you that have a relationship with the Creator find yourself Arguing with those who do not? Remember, you were there once too. And you needed people to be patient and understanding with you. So grant them the same opportunities that have been granted to you. Hold on, don't give up, and lean on this power that is greater than you to help you communicate that kind of love to your friends. All right. This closes out this episode of the Take 12 Recovery Radio Show. Many thanks to uh, my co-hosts, to our sponsors, to everyone that partners with us here at KHLT Recovery Broadcasting. And until our next broadcast, this is the Monty Man, and I am wishing God's perfect serenity for you. Come on, man.
This has been a broadcast of KHLT Recovery Broadcasting. This is a place. Kitty, kitty, kitty. Meow, meow, meow. Woof, woof.